Welcome to the Serpent Soul Podcast, where we explore our identity before God and our relationship with God. I'm your host, Kenneth Grady, and I pray that we will be fed by the Word of God, led by the Spirit of God, and living with passion for the will of God. And in so doing, may we raise each other up as we lay ourselves down before the Lord. This is the Servant Soul Podcast. Today I'm going to dive right into Luke chapter 5, verses 1 through 8. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which is Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep, and let down your nets for a drop. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night, and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their net brake. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. So, notice specifically Peter's response to Jesus. He wasn't elated at finding Jesus. He wasn't asking for membership to the church of Jesus. He was fearful that his sinfulness stood before the divine. Sometimes I think we have this expectation that Coming to God is this rainbow and butterflies experience, but that was certainly not the case here. Peter was skeptical, first off, as we look back at verse 5, when Simon answered and said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night, and we have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word I will let down the net. I mean, he was willing to try, but he was like, Master, we've, we've been fishing all night. <laughs> And so I think he was curious to see what God would do, but he was skeptical, and Peter was scared. And of course, as we see, Peter was also ashamed. He says, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. And so, like I said, you know, as we come to God sometimes, you know, it it is out of a place of fear before we have an understanding of, of who Jesus is. And I want to turn next to John 21, verses 1 through 8. It says, After these things, Jesus shewed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And on this wise shewed he himself. There were together Simon Peter, and Thomas called Didymus, Nathanael of Cana and Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two other of his disciples. Simon Peter saith unto them, I go a fishing. They say unto him, We also go with thee. They went forth and entered into a ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. But when the morning was now come, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Then Jesus saith unto them, Children, have ye any meat? They answered him, No. And he said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Therefore that disciple whom Jesus loved saith unto Peter, it is the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he girt his fisher's coat unto him, for he was naked, and had cast himself into the sea. And the other disciples came in a little ship, for they were not far from land, but as it were two hundred cubits, 
dragging the net with fishes. Notice Peter's response to Jesus this time. So this was after Peter had denied Christ and, you know, Christ had been crucified. And Peter is as guilty now as he's ever been. And he didn't say, depart from me. He, he couldn't get to Jesus fast enough. Couldn't even wait on the boat. He saw Jesus and had to get to him and had to get to him now. So what changed? God doesn't change. Jesus was no less holy or fearsome than before. Peter, Peter hadn't walked a perfect life before Christ and now felt qualified to be a disciple of Jesus. What changed was that Peter had come to know Jesus. And what do I mean by that? Well, let's turn to Matthew 14, 22-23. We have Peter on a boat again, again. <laughs> and straightway, Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray, and when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And the, in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went into them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him, and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, Of a truth, thou art the Son of God. So between Jesus coming to Peter and Peter saying, depart from me out of fear, and Jesus coming to Peter and Peter jumping into the sea to get to him, is Jesus coming to Peter in the storm. You know, I believe it's in the storm that we really come to know the heart of God. And Peter was on the stormy sea and walking towards Jesus, but his faith got a little weak. His fear got a little too loud and he got his eyes off of his Savior. And it was in that moment Peter learned something about Jesus that we all need to learn about Jesus, to go from fleeing from God to running towards him. Jesus wasn't watching Peter sink and nodding in judgment. Jesus wasn't saying, come on, Peter, focus, now focus, or you're about to drown. In the midst of Peter's doubt, in the midst of Peter failing to overcome the storm around him, in the midst of Peter losing focus on Jesus when he was standing right in front of him, in that moment, Peter says, Lord, save me. And Jesus was there to hold him up. Peter had come to know Jesus, even after he had denied him and ran from persecution and swore that he didn't know Jesus. Even then, Peter believed that Jesus was willing to reach out a saving hand. And Jesus wasn't done with Peter because he knew Peter's heart. Yes, Peter messed up in this storm. And yes, Peter messed up when the threat of persecution first struck. Messed up in many other ways. But Jesus was able to see through the storm and through the doubt, through the words, to see at the center of Peter was a heart that was crying, save me. 
We need to be patient and realize that nobody really desires Jesus until we begin to know him. You know, I struggle often with the shame that Peter expressed, you know, when he first met Christ and said, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. And I'm reminded that the struggle of wanting to run away from God rather than running towards God comes down to what we believe about God. God's voice isn't the voice that's telling me it's too late, you're too messed up, you've already drowned in sin, or Satan has you and God doesn't want you. That's the voice of the storm. When we cry out to God, save me, we see the true nature of his love and the hand that catches us in the midst of where we are. God's love isn't a staircase leading up. It's a hand reaching down. It's when we realize that God's love isn't conquered by our failure that we realize the desire Peter had to run towards Christ in faith rather than run from him in fear. Lamentations 3, 22-23 says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Amen. Thanks for listening. And until next time, may we grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Amen.